0: welcome on back to the pineapple couch with b-rob my name is b-rob and today is wednesday november 17th this is episode 132 and the spider-man no way home official trailer is here so we're going to be diving deep into that and by we i mean me and the the legendary peter gonzalez peter how are you
1: i'm doing great i wasn't sure which adjective you were going to use today to describe uh, you, but i paused i gave it some thought
0: it was a dramatic know. pause it was a legendary day maybe i should have gone with amazing or spectacular because we're talking about spider-man but i can do that next I guess time a
1: missed opportunity it sure. was that's
0: a huge missed opportunity maybe i just restart the show just kidding we'll go um all right so here's how we're gonna do the episode today guys we're gonna start with initial takeaways from this trailer so what i would recommend if you're listening to this if you haven't seen the trailer go check it out right now watch it through and then um after we do our initial takeaways peter and i we're going to go through it frame by frame and talk about what we see in this trailer um and this will obviously be on the pineapple couch like podcast but also we're going to be putting it on our youtube channel probably like five or six hours later than the podcast comes out because it takes longer to upload but look for that if you want to watch along with us um spectacular trailer creating even more hype for this movie i guess off the top peter have you ever remembered or seen hype for a trailer like this they had a freaking event for it and i know they've done that in the past but it was
1: i mean i think as we've said before this rivals avengers endgame as far as expectations and this has had less time leading up to it to happen but I think when you are doing something that has touched so many generations, you have a character that is so ingrained in popular culture. You have someone, mm-hmm. you have a tr- basically Marvel B and Sony deciding they're going to really use this opportunity in the in the w- way they think is possible. I mean, the fact that it's going to also be attached to Ghostbusters, so you can actually experience the trailer in theaters, which will be, you could, you, the first trailer wasn't, I expected it to be with Eternals, but it wasn't, which I think mm-hmm. was kind of a miss. But now the that fact that this is with Ghostbusters is like, now I got to go see Ghostbusters because I want to see the trailer on the big screen. It's yeah. it's a very specific moment. It's a special moment in pop culture. What a time to be alive.
0: What a time to be alive. They had the event last night. Tom Holland showed up. Tom Holland is always dressed to impress. My God. Um, and is his hair curly now? I'm confused. He does like the I GQ so. shoot and he has curly hair now. Is it one of those things like that the TikTokers use where they they get that thing and they rub it on their head and it makes their hair curly? I've have seen those the, and
1: they're interesting. I, I think you and TikTok is a whole other conversation that we need to have. That I was I don't understand that it. So well, no, I see it on Instagram. That, no. But I feel like I think that this is more just natural hair. I feel like this is just what we haven't seen because now he is growing up essentially. You know, oh. I think that's just natural progression of his hair. No,
0: well, we'll keep you guys updated on the evolution of Tom Holland's hair here on the Pineapple Couch. Don't you worry. Um, important so, topics. Initial takeaways, Peter, obviously this isn't breaking news to you, but no Toby or Andrew in this trailer. Um, I like that they didn't put them in. Now that the trailer's out, I want to see it for the first time on the big screen. Are you on the same page with me, or are you a little like, eh, they should have put them in?
1: No, I I mean, I, it would have been... I guess it would have lessened the impact of seeing it on the big screen. Because yeah. if you think about it, had we seen the portal scene in the trailers for Endgame, it would have it not delivered that level of insanity that was that feeling when you were in the theater and you see people show up there is nothing like that
0: did they i'm i don't know how good my memory is but i don't they didn't put captain america wielding mjolnir in any of the promotion for endgame either right no no
1: Okay, i mean that's i don't I, thought. I i like think would you wouldn't have had that reaction that you have yeah i
0: globally, guess in like all the post material they like showed that a lot, but um, that's a good point. I think that um, it's like worth the wait here. It's like, yeah, it would be cool to see Toby and Andrew, but it's just gonna make that uh, theater experience, which we're like a month away from, Peter. It's flying up to us, it's gonna make it that much better
1: 100%. And just back to that Avengers Endgame note, if you, if I just scrubbed through the trailer real fast. And if you think about it, we didn't even get the scope of what that final battle was in the trailer of Avengers Endgame. Like is that it not, was in not, it at not all? shown. You just got no. Mm. And there's so much of Endgame is not in the trailer. Like you're really led to believe that it's an entirely different situation than what you see. Mm-hmm. And I don't doubt that that's gonna be the case here, that they've only shown us some things, but there is still so much more to come.
0: And I do think uh, I wouldn't put it past them to be kind of like planting false like little tidbits, you know, to oh, uh, uh, throw us off the chase. And, okay, next thing, Peter, the the villains we got. So who do we got? What's our cast of villains? We got Doc
1: Ock, we got Green Goblin, we got Electro, we got Sandman, and we got the Lizard.
0: Mm-hmm. So that those so will be far. our official five. I am comfortable to say that, barring a post-credit scene, Those are the villains of the movie. I don't expect anyone else to show up. Do you?
1: I'm gonna go with never say never. I'm happy with what we've got, but if we get, but I would not put it past Marvel to throw in somebody else. This, but just changes up the game. I would not be surprised. I think we'll see Mysterio in flashback, or even like in his head. But I don't. I, I think we're gonna see. There might be something else.
0: That's what. Before we get into rewatching the trailer, that's a really good point you bring up, Mysterio. Because of the craziness of this movie, I they can't just forget about him. That needs to be addressed in some sort of way. Basically, like I don't know, I don't want them to get so consumed of the fact of the the multiverse and all that stuff that they don't even really follow up on the second movie. I don't think they're going to do that, but I would love to see. Um, if a villain were to show up that we weren't expecting, Mysterio would be my number one choice, but then it would be probably the Vulture, because I'd like one of Tom Holland's former nemesis to be in this battle as
1: well. I feel like the Vulture, though, isn't on the same level as the other one. Maybe maybe with Sandman, I don't know, he just visually doesn't feel like he's on the same level. But on that note about the multiverse, I think it's interesting if you read um, Tom Holland's GQ article, he mentions how this movie, and I'd forgotten about this, was supposed to come after Multiverse of Madness. So therefore, because of COVID, they had to make adjustments to make this movie the catalyst, more so than Doctor Strange was. So I think that'll be I completely forgot about that. Yeah, so again, I think similarly how WandaVision was reshuffled into the pipeline because of COVID, this movie was, not, was con- being rewritten as it was going. And there's even in the article, which is so cool, is that he talks about how in the end, in the final sequence, in the big battle, there's a there was something that didn't feel right to him personally as playing that role. And so he went in and collaborated with the directors and the writers to really make it a moment that landed. So I think it'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see what exactly this movie is going to do, because it is going to be what sets things going forward even more so and so now it kind of I guess changes the expectations for multiverse of madness in a sense too.
0: Mhm. Yeah, this movie's conclusion is going to serve like what you're saying it's going to serve two purposes, right? Where it's going to conclude this movie but because of that shuffle and we'll get to this when we talk we watch the trailer they are going to have to maybe even before a post-credit scene tease the multiverse of madness and something almost just like immediately another problem showing up. Is that Does that
1: make sense? 100%. And I think when we do go through the trailer, there is a moment that I feel like it lands very close to the end of the movie, if not the end of the movie.
0: Yeah, I think that too. Um, So let's watch the trailer together. Um, I'm going to share the screen. If you're watching with us on YouTube, you'll see it. If not, um, you're listening to us on the pod. We will do our best to explain what we're seeing and that i mean that'll be easy don't worry about that this should be fine for a podcast because we're a podcast first so let me figure out how to share a screen here all right i hit that and i'm going to share this with peter peter do you see it
1: yeah yeah mm, yes i do
0: all right so ladies and gentlemen we are going to start the spider-man no way home trailer i do not have the sound on for uh obvious reasons because i don't want the podcast to be taken down but uh, we'll pause it every couple seconds or so and go through it and talk about what we see. Ready, Peter? Ready. All right. So, the intro. Mm, nice. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So, the first 25 seconds or so, Peter, we're getting that wrap-up on uh, Far From Home. And we're seeing uh, Peter dealing with the consequences, like, post like immediately after his identity is revealed, and he seems to be avoiding the police or the press. Um, what was your thoughts on that opening um, and kind of? I the like the fact things.
1: that it's that it kind of just that it does, like you said, it it, just, it picks up right where we left off. So and it's mm-hmm. so basically, you or you're jumped right back into the action. You're, and I guess it's a great way to address that concern of like, are they going to address what happened in Spider-Man Two? And I think by picking up exactly there you see, like, we're still going with it and continuing with the storyline as it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I will, like, uh, there's the line in there where he says, ever since I got bitten by that spider, I've only had, like, one normal week, and that's when I told you. Just wanna, me being me, I gotta point this out. Wasn't the week he told MJ, the week that he had to then go fight Mysterio and do all that stuff? That doesn't seem like a normal week, but maybe I'm just uh, a little too critical there.
1: Right? The, the timeline did seem a little odd to me because I was like, "Wait, was it a, was it even a full week? Like,
0: seemed like I a think, day."
1: <laughs> yes, but then also they get back from Mysterio from the trip, so I guess it could have been a week in between. Yeah, the maternity. True. and yeah, then that's a good point. It's it's possible.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, let's jump back into it. Okay, we just uh, we went through that Doctor Strange just telling Peter how he botched that spell um, because he interrupted, like we saw in the teaser trailer. His the way Doctor Strange speaks right there is so weird. He says Spider Man,
1: yeah. And I think what got me stuck was the snow. Still, I'm still stuck on the snow because I'm just like, why is it snowing in Doctor Strange in the sanctum? I just, I'm confused. Yeah, there's
0: no. something is going on in Doctor Strange's, uh, something's going on with him. I don't think it's more I don't think it's he's supreme strange like we may have thought earlier Peter but um I do think he's dealing with something else maybe throughout this movie. Um let's let's jump let's keep going into it. All right, so Peter he's telling um Peter, (laughs) Peter, Dr. Strange is telling Peter that uh, we have villains coming from every different multiverse. We see the pumpkin bomb. We see uh, Doc Ock, obviously. And then we see Electro, Jamie Foxx, anything. We've seen some of this seems to be all at that bridge. We've seen a bit of this footage before.
1: That bridge is definitely going to work out. (laughs) But I think that's also the first footage we get of Goblin in the background, actually.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's a good point.
1: And I think I I think again. There's just something about seeing the pumpkin bombs. Something about seeing. This is just it's it's nostalgia, but like amped up to ten.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Let's keep going. Okay, the 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 this is a giant part of the trailer when he says you're not Peter Parker. Um, two things. One, this basically Peter. This confirms that the other Spider Men are in this because that this confirms the existence of other Spider Men.
1: I mean, yes it, yes, it does confirm that the existence of the other spider man and it confirms that those exist. However, I don't think it confirms that they're in it. If in it my mind, it does. <laughs> I mean, I wanted <laughs> I know, to, I know, but I don't... I know don't... what you mean. <laughs> I'm a more of a, pra- I'm a practical person. Yeah. How many um, key words can I say in this podcast? But I think, I think it's just so cool to see this kind of thing and see Peter thrown into this situation.
0: Yeah. Uh, so it also seems like in this scene um we're about to see it is like it is it does seem that Doc Ock has some sort of nanotech that he is able to absorb Peter's uh like what is it uh, iron spider suit yes um because you see the red on his tentacles um yeah so Peter Dark how Industries. about let's uh actually run through the rest of this trailer and then we'll be able to just fully dive in on what we see Uh, i think that'll be a little easier for our listeners let's go wow so wow this trailer is pretty fucking nuts um i know we both have a bunch of notes and i think the best way to get to all of them is if we just kind of go through them and talk about uh what our favorite parts were what what stood out to us so peter what do you got to start
1: I mean, we have sad Peter, which he's always sad in these movies, I feel like. Mm-hmm. He's always, you know, very sad, which is interesting. I mean, a good way to start to talk about it. It's nice to kind of see that be the beginning of the movie. That's like picking up right after where we left off in Far From Home and kind of setting the tone that things aren't going well for him.
0: Yeah, this is the most shit they're going to put a Spider-Man through in the history of Spider-Man movies, I think. Like, this will be the darkest, like he went through the most. Does that make sense?
1: Oh, yeah. I think, And I think it's going to be such an emotional movie in general. I think it's going to more so... I mean, it's hard to top Endgame as far I think that's the only thing we have as a reference point, though, is Endgame.
0: Yeah. Um, and so, like we talked about earlier, there's no Toby or Andrew in this trailer, Peter, but it, it really focuses on the villains. I guess it gives us our first look at Electro. And Electro, played by Jamie Foxx, that should have worked in Amazing Spider-Man 2. The way they did it was awful. But Jamie Foxx, great actor, Electro, great character. The new look they have for him in this trailer with the electricity on his face, like a comic accurate mask that, like he had. He's going to be electric in this role. And I think after this movie, he'll be someone, if he doesn't die or something, will be like, give us more of him. That, that was a big takeaway for me.
1: I think, yeah, I think, which again speaks to this whole idea that they're able to kind of course correct a few, some things that weren't hit accurately. I mean, weren't done well the first time. So I think, again, having the updated look for him is a really rad way of being like, this is what he should look like. Because now you have Marvel working with Sony together and it's just in a more cohesive fashion, you're getting more comic accurate interpretations of the characters I think I mean, and then but then even the subtlety of the integration of Stark Industries into Doc Ock's tentacles. I mean, that's just a more perfect. It just combines everything in such a yeah, great way. That's
0: such a good idea. That's such a cool idea to merge these universes. Let's talk about um, uh, let's let's talk about uh, Defoe Goblin. So we see him in a better, uh, more high def image in this trailer than the last one. Um, We also, though, see somebody riding the glider with no goblin mask. So the internet, as the internet does, is where everyone's wondering, could this be James Franco? Could this be the dude who played Harry in The Amazing Spider-Man? Could this be Hobgoblin Ned? I think that this is uh, Norman. I'm pretty confident in that. I'm pretty confident that basically he's going to get into a fight where his mask is destroyed somehow. And... the no-mask look will be his look for the rest of the movie. I think it looks good, and I think they did that to throw us
1: off. I think, I, yeah, like we've said, these, everything is full of reveals, but also mis, misreveals, or miss mis, Yeah,
0: misnomers? Thank know you. They're...
1: Words are hard today. Um, but Because I think that the way this is the trailer, it's, like, led to believe, oh, there's two different things. But I think, see, especially if you've seen the images of the costumes, you know, it makes sense. It lines up with that in a really good way. And there's an updated look. It's like, we've kind of had this Green Goblin, and it's nice to see it set the stage with him, but at the same time, it's cool to like get the updated look for him.
0: Mm-hmm. And speaking of the Green Goblin, Peter, we do get those scenes of Marissa Tomei Aunt May appearing to be in, in trouble. In, in a dangerous situation. Um, I would guess... That this could be some sort... I think this is... She's going to get abducted by the Green Goblin, similar to way Ant-Man did in the, the Toby Maguire Spider-Man one. I don't know if it's going to be a hostage situation or if she will be killed right then and there. But she is in trouble. And um that's tough. It's You can't lose Aunt May. That, that's going to make Spider-Man very, very bad.
1: Very I feel bad. like my thought process with this is I feel like they could they what they could I feel like it'd be predictable if she dies in a sense so I mm-hmm. feel like almost if they were to give her a strong a more stronger role similarly to how Pepper got a stronger role in Iron Man 3 mm-hmm. like you know where you kind of flesh out the character more you kind of give them a little bit more to do than just run because I feel like again the running thing is it's the way the trailer is pieced together I think it's let me to let make you believe it's going down many different roads that might not be accurate. Mm-hmm. But I would say she is the strongest contender to die.
0: Yeah, and we'll get to the odds we have for that later on. Um, So a couple big things broke the internet on this, Peter. Uh, we had the same idea last night. And, it kind and then of, the
1: internet had it too.
0: Yeah, it kind of concerned uh, me because our brains might be connected in some sort of weird way that we do not know about. But... I guess that's a good reason for us to do a podcast. MJ falling. We see Zendaya falling like many other ladies of the Spider-Man movies have before. The first thing that comes to my mind when I see this, because they make it seem like Tom Holland's diving after her, the way they frame that trailer, right? Totally. I think Andrew Garfield will save Zendaya. And you had this same thought. Um, it would be kind of like a redemption for how he couldn't save Gwen Stacy, Emma Stone in those movies. And I think that would be a a cool way to give Andrew Garfield a a cool moment. And I do think that, um, I just, I I don't know. I'm really excited for Andrew Garfield in this movie. I think he's going to be great. And we're going to be reminded of how like charismatic he is and giving him this big role to tie into those amazing Spider-Man movies, even if they were bad the second one. Really like that. I'm rambling, take it away because we have the same brain.
1: You know, we do have the same brain because we work, we don't normally, if we have something like this to talk about, we don't talk about it in text until we actually get to the podcast. Because, you know, mm-hmm. why waste all the good material just between us? But I did send that one little tidbit to him, and then Brian sent me his notes, which said the exact same thing. So, yeah, we give you quality content here, folks. You know, we mm-hmm. are on it. But I think that would be such a genius way to do it. I think this I think the whole this trailer also backs up in many ways, not just this moment, the fact that there are gonna be multiple Spider Men. Because there's no way, just no way in hell that he's able to save her while fighting five different villains mm-hmm. by himself. Like and but also and again, where is Doctor Strange, but we'll get to that. But again, yeah, there's just seriously. too much going on for one person to handle. I think this is something that even I guess the CW superhero shows have shown that one person can't do everything, so everything has a team, has people helping them. So here, mm-hmm. w- this is perfect example why the multiple Spider Men would make sense. And I don't, and they, and we know they can't just ha- do the same thing where he that we did in the main Spider Man too, because it's been done and it wasn't, and it and it was not great. How- oh, they
0: make the freaking web look like a hand? I'll lose my mind. That, that was horrible.
1: Mind. Why did you even put that out there into the universe? Bring that back. That's, that's not a yeah. good thought. But
0: um, yeah. Other thing about this scene, though, Peter, and I think you saw this as well, though, We the, the trailer really focuses in on MJ falling, right? Ned is in deep shit there, hanging off the side of a building. Um, I bring this up because... I do not think Ned will die in this movie, but I do think it could be some sort of villainous origin story for him. If Spider-Man's unable to save him, and he gets all fucked up because of it, I don't know. Did that ah uh, strike your catch your eyes too?
1: Oh yeah, because it's and, and I think the trailer is meant to like go so you're like, oh, they're both in peril, but MJ's potentially dying. So sorry, Ned. Attention goes over here, which I think is key to the Spider-Man. Mentality also yeah, He can't save absolutely. everybody. So the idea that it would be this sort of situation that leads him down a dark path would be great because, you know, Harry Osborn, Peter Parker was a great dynamic. And if we don't have that yet, Ned versus Peter would be another great way to explore it and kind of see what we're going with that.
0: I mean, that would be I think they've developed Ned the best out of any friend of Peter Parker that they've done in these move in the like they developed him better than harry james franco and that would probably be number two so that would be heartbreaking in a way to see them go against each other but also very entertaining um peter you mentioned how um basically there has to be more spider-man in this because of like how much he's going um how much he's going up against right yeah, oh, let's talk about the the Brazilian uh, trailer. Where yeah, can you take? Can you explain that to the good people?
1: So there's this one minute Brazilian trailer, which is fascinating to watch because so I have no idea what the heck they're saying. Well, let
0: me let me jump in really quick. The level of nerddom and obsession that we're at—that we are casually bringing up a Brazilian minute-long Spider-Man trailer, like, oh yeah, of course everyone's seen that. That's where we are, and it's beautiful, and I love it, but let's just remind ourselves that we're like, oh, yeah, the Brazilian minute-long Spider-Man trailer.
1: And it's as if it's, it's, it's the most like, normal thing on the planet to say. Like, <laughs> how, like Just like, oh, yeah, like what did you have to breakfast? It's like that casual for us to say the Brazilian trailer of Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, unreal. It's a, great, it's a great moment in time, as I said earlier. But there are some scenes that are a little more fleshed out in that trailer because I guess they figure it's Brazil. They're not They're not going to spoil it all, but because the world is so nerded out on this. They're, they show that sequence where Spider-Man by himself is just like flying into Sandman, Electro, Electro. and the Lizard. Mm-hmm. However, as they're getting super, super close, the Lizard's head does like this like he's been hit like type situation. And there's nothing hitting him. And so, you know, Sue Storm is not in the MCU yet, so that doesn't make sense. <laughs> For Good it point. to be her, so clearly, and just the way it's lined up, he's going straight for Sandman, and then you've got this open space that the other two are flying directly at. What are they going to fight? Nothing? Like, like no. Yeah,
0: it, it very much seems like they edited out the two Spider-Men of that shot, and that lizard kind of taking a air punch that we don't see is pretty, I mean, it's not like definitive proof, but it's a, it's a, it's a smoking gun. That's pretty... Uh, it's pretty uh, interesting right there. Um, another thing I want to talk about with you, Peter, is... So there's the line in the trailer where uh, Doc Ock basically tells Peter he's chasing ghosts. Um, and uh, Doctor Strange confirms this to Peter um, by saying, like, Sorry, kid, but their destiny is to die by Spider-Man. And P- Peter Parker, he can't take this. So he um, this is where he appears to steal the cube that is holding them all in prison. Um, I, I think it's interesting. I mean, it's not even interesting. It's just, this is a simple fact. We named all the villains. Sandman didn't die. Every other villain died in these movies that, has, that is in this. The four of the five died. Sandman is alive. So unless they're taking him from an alternate universe where he was killed by Tobey Maguire which would be weird to me. I think that Sandman, that, that this little thing, the the, the hard, hardcore fans will notice, if like, wait, Sandman didn't die. That is, like, evidence to me of Sandman isn't, I don't, I think he will turn on the villains. Because, I don't know, there's something important about that because he just didn't die.
1: Right? So two points on that. I think on the one hand, I think it would make kind of sense where he does have that kind of redemptive arc because yeah, he didn't die, and you know he is going to kind of help them and kind of be like, oh, this guy's pe- this Tom Holland's Peter's trying to help us. Let me you know pivot. But on the other hand, I feel like just because we're getting villains from the specific universes, I feel like it's possible that we're seeing we're seeing them. We could be seeing them not just from the moments that we've seen. In the movies so therefore there could have been a moment down the road in the toby Maguire universe where he does fight sandman again and it because sandman's thing goes sour and ultimately that results in his mm. death i feel like that's a possibility that we just don't aren't privy to have see that but it existed
0: mm-hmm. do you think they'll go into that they'll address that sandman did not die or explain how he did die then
1: I think it's possible because if there, there have been a couple of leaks that have said that Toby's Spider-Man is older at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Which, if that's the case, I guess could validate to where stuff has happened that's led yeah, to that situation being the case. So I think it's something that will be addressed in some way or fashion in this movie.
0: Okay, I agree with that. Uh, something you brought up earlier that I think we should circle back to. So why isn't... I think we're both... Where is Doctor Strange when he's fighting all these people? Is he there? I don't I would venture to guess that he's probably not there for the big final battle. Maybe he shows up after. I could be wrong, though. So he obviously has to be dealing with something, Peter, like to pull him like, what do you what's going on with him? I don't even know how to I, ask the question.
1: I think part like so we know that he starts that at one point he chases Peter. To try to get back the box situation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the thought, my thought is. What if that results in him getting lost. In the Multiverse of Madness. Like while he's trying to find Peter. Something happens in there. And then it's like oh shoot he's gone. Oh, he's shit. lost in there. And then Peter gets back here. But he's like well where's Doctor Strange. You know I think that's, that, that that's could a good be a way. To do that. And that directly would tee off to Multiverse of Madness. Because he's already in there lost and that would and be like very similar to how we started endgame with tony floating in space like we get to multiverse of madness and steven is just somewhere without any clue so i think that could be one of the ways that we could address why he's not here mm-hmm. i think it's the only way if we think that at this point unless you have a better solution
0: no i can't unless they're going to somehow make it be like he finally finds information out about wanda and has to go deal with it then but that would also just feel kind of weird. Like all these guys break out and Doctor Strange just says to Peter, oh shit, Wanda, the former Avenger. Yeah, she's killing people now. Gotta go. See ya. Like I, that, I'm i sure they'll like, make it make sense. But um, to me, that'll be interesting. Because there's just something off with him. There's something off. They, I mean, the vocals and speech in that trailer, watching a hundred times, there's something off with what he's saying. Um, and continuing on Doctor Strange, though, the last seconds of this trailer, we see him like basically surrounded by what looks like kind of like Loki when the multiverse was breaking and he's saying how he can't stop them. Um, is this after the battle, Peter? I kind of feel like this is like after, like at the end when the multiverse is breaking.
1: So, yes, my initial thought was this is after the battle. However, per, while we've had our conversation and rewatched the trailer again if you watch the trailer, when this is happening in the background, the S.H.I.E.L.D. Statue of Liberty situation is still standing. Mm. So, therefore, this would have taken place before. So, I think this is also possible this is before the battle, but that's, so that's when things start to just explode. But if things start falling apart there, how? so that could also explain how he disappears, also, because of something coming. But mm-hmm. what else is like what else is going to bleed into this because I fully <sighs> believe that there's things that have happened that are just unknown to the fans as much as they want to say that they've discovered leaks and stuff. There's still stuff that hasn't
0: Oh yeah, I completely agree. One thing I want to throw out there regarding that is I think that's a great point. I didn't notice that the statue of liberty had the shield in that scene. That could be Hulk running in Infinity War type trailer edit you know
1: oh oh or even like that, the thing in eternals where they say like eternals assemble type thing it's like, yeah this isn't in the movie like
0: that could be that's a, fake a great out. point what but, is
1: real anymore ladies and gentlemen you won't know until
0: you actually go <laughs> to the movie theater <laughs> seriously uh peter what are your thoughts on that uh doctor strange spider-man suit it's pretty cool
1: yes it's the black one right
0: yeah, with the like, how he has like the ring thing, too, or not the ring thing? Yes. But the,
1: okay, the so magic thing. which, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that that's a little concerning to me because, well, one hand it's like it's hella cool. On the other hand, it's like how did he master this stuff so quickly? Because I mean, there is that one leak that alleges that um, Ned gets the sling ring, but again, it's like how do these kids? You've seen that one, have you not?
0: I don't think I, think I have seen talk, that. That's great. We
1: talked about this. We might have. I, I see a lot of stuff here. But like so it's like it's it's, it's like, yes, I wanna see this. this. is cool, but at the same time it's like we spent a whole movie with Doctor Strange about how he's learning how to master all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Pierre who's just gonna come and just gonna be like sh- 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 super simple. Yeah. Unless it is like a simple mechanism. But it's like that's the only concern I have with like details feel, like that. I'm like yeah. how plausible is this?
0: I feel like he'll only use that suit in that Doctor Strange part like, part of his costume for, like, a small portion of the movie when he's trying to, like, hunt down the villains after they escape. And then, because they will not use, like, we saw in the final battle. It doesn't look like he's wearing that. Um, Let's go through. I just want to read you the cast of this movie because it's it's fucking crazy. Um, Peter Parker Spider-Man as Tom Holland. MJ, played by Zendaya. Ned, played by Jacob Batalon. Doctor Strange, played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Doc Ock, played by Alfred Molina. Green Goblin, Willem Dafoe. Electro, played by Jamie Foxx, Sandman, Thomas Hayden Church, The Lizard, played by Reese Eifons, J. Jonah Jameson, J.K. Simmons, Happy Hogan, Jon Favreau, Aunt May, Marissa Tomei, Flash, uh, Tony Revolori, Wong, played by Benedict Wong, and then the three that I'm pretty sure will be in it that we haven't seen, though, will be Daredevil, Matt Murdock, played by Charlie Cox, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, played by Toby. McGuire and then Peter Parker, Spider Man, played by Andrew Garfield. And then I also think we'll probably see Tom Hardy, Venom in a post credit, which basically Peter leaves us with the only people really from the Spider Man lore of all these movies that aren't in this movie, besides the various other Aunt Mays and Uncle Ben's Rhino, played by Paul Giamatti, Gwen, played by MS Stone, MJ, played by Kirsten Dunst, and Harry, played by James Franco. Those are basically the only ones that aren't in it. What a cast! Oh my gosh!
1: And this morning I saw that it's alleged that um, She-Hulk might be in this. Jesus. In a slight cameo as well, you know, because they're all in the that same. That would be like, cool. Universe. Yeah. And since so that is coming up next, I think, I think Kristen is in it. I hope I, not. I th- I think because of the fact that I I almost feel like it's going to be Tom's Peter is when he's in the multi in the multiverse situation. Like, he has to get them. They have to get them. So I feel like if you're not going to get them, like, I feel like it would make sense to get Andrew by himself. But it would make, on the other hand, to see, I've been Peter. saying on one hand and the other hand a lot in this podcast, okay. to see um, Peter, Toby, with Kristen, like, family life situation. I think it would make yeah. sense. And I almost could see it being, like, she sends him off like go. It's like it's right. You need to go do this. Where he's like, I'm kind of not done, and she's like, No, you need to go. I wouldn't be put it past them to put that. However, I did see this morning that apparently they each only have about thirty minutes of run, of show time in the movie.
0: I can live with Which that.
1: I also was at first. I was like, Wait, is that enough? But then I, but then I also, as I kept reading, that was roughly the time that um, Robert Downey Jr. had as Iron Man in Endgame. So, I he it's got a lot done in 30 minutes, so. Yeah, Jesus.
0: Um, I'm going to run through some theories and questions at you, um, and you can do the same if you have some stuff. Uh, do you think Peter and the spider man kill the villains or send them back to their realities?
1: I'm going to say some will die and some will go back to their realities because I feel like, so I almost feel like they're going to stay in this reality. Some will.
0: I could see Jamie Foxx and uh, Willem Dafoe, if he doesn't die, staying in this reality.
1: So, but, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's a tough one. It's a tough question.
0: Yeah. Do um, you think Norman is clearly the leader of the villains?
1: I think yes. I think Doc Ock is the fake-out leader of the villains.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Um we already asked that one question. That's all on Doctor Strange. Uh, do you have anything to throw at me before we get into uh who will die odds and post-credit scenes?
1: Do you think either of the other two Spider-Men will live on, will be rebooted in a sense through this?
0: I think um I think Andrew Garfield's going to be around. I don't know how um I think they will I think this movie he's going to do really well in it and I think that that'll give them even more of a reason to either stick him in the Sony Spider-Man universe to play with uh those characters or have him just be another Spider-Man in a different multiverse and maybe he like takes on a he stays in this universe and takes on a different mantle like the Scarlet Spider or something like that um I I don't know though What do you think?
1: I think he is the most likely. I think when you have them having Sony and Marvel, and if you look at the idea of like how they want to stretch out the series to go on and everything, I think it would make sense. Because I just, maybe just me, I don't see Tom Holland's Peter fighting Morbius. Like that doesn't, I don't know, on paper that doesn't really work. But then tell me Andrew Garfield's Peter fighting Morbius. I'm like, okay, I can get on board with this. So, but then again, we had Venom crossover. So that's my one concern. Because I would assume Venom would still stay separate. But since he's kind of crossed over, mm-hmm. I don't know. But then does yeah. that mean that potentially Venom could show up in this final battle? I think that's a possibility.
0: I'd be stunned. I'd be stunned if Venom shows up in this. But again, they do crazy shit. I think Venom is like a, a lock for a post credit scene, though. Yeah,
1: but I also feel like and then again his problem is that he's an anti-hero. Like he's not really a full villain like these guys are full villains.
0: Yeah, they got to establish that like hatred of Spider-Man somehow, you know? Mhm. And that'll be interesting. Um okay, let me throw some odds at you. Um so the most likely person to die according to me, the Brian Robbins sports book, is Aunt May, She's minus 125. You bet $10, you basically would get like 875 um i think she is the most likely to die out of everyone um but the second most likely i have as happy hogan at plus 150 so you bet ten dollars you get 1150 there um ned i have or mj i have at plus 185 so the third highest the third um best chance to die ned i have at 300 i do not think they'll kill him they might make us think they killed him and then i have um Andrew Spider-Man at plus 900, the least likely to die. And then just right below him is Toby Spider-Man is not going to, I don't think will die. Um, So according to that, it would assume that I think one of Aunt May or Happy or both will die.
1: What if Toby dies?
0: They're not going to kill Toby McGuire.
1: I think it's possible. I think it's a possibility to see a Spider Man die. I think he could sacrifice himself to save the two of them and it would make and I think it would be poetic in a sense. I think
0: Andrew would I don't think Andrew would let Toby Tobey McGuire do it or Tom because if they establish a family like you're saying. If they don't though.
1: But I think even if they do establish a family, that just has so God, much that more weight. Suck. But he like sacrifices t- himself for the it's greater So good.
0: mean. They take him away for 10 I years and they just bring him back and kill
1: him. Because Gosh. then I feel like so in the theory, you know, he dies protecting them. But and then Andrew's the one that pulls Peter back from like if we're going with, the, you know, Green Goblin kills May from Peter from killing um Goblin, you know, and it's Andrew that pulls him back. I think that makes more sense. So and does then, Toby
0: deliver great power great responsibility?
1: I think Andrew delivers I, uh, that's a good thing to decide. I feel like it's going to constantly change as we get closer to who it's going to be yeah. I want to say it's going to be Andrew that delivers it
0: I think there's like a, a 90% chance it's said though I think that that will be said in this movie
1: I think if Aunt May is the one that's going to die she's going to save the line then
0: yeah her I, I think it would good. also be cool um, if you're trying to tie it to the roots of the MCU have happy say it because he was there from day one <laughs> day one
1: whoever says it dies yeah i basically. feel like if it's them if it's happy or if it's may then they're not gonna make it but
0: uh, um uh, yeah. yeah it's so, not
1: but i i think it was something that's super important to remember is that this is a, a happy movie like this isn't gonna be like is not gonna good. end well it's not it's gonna be a heavy movie that's gonna be the one that's really kind of we're just trudging up, not tr- i mean like moving forward in the phase 4
0: in yeah a very
1: interesting
0: um, way speaking of post-credit scenes i mean we weren't even just speaking of we we're speaking of like five <laughs> minutes ago that was a bad segue but i'm gonna roll with it um i'm pretty convinced there will be two i think one will be venom because of the venom 2 post-credit scene so let's talk about the other one peter do you think it's going to tie into the future of tom holland spider-man or more so the future of the mcu with dr strange maybe wanda i would
1: so i would say i would say we wouldn't get a venom post credits i would instead really? venture to say we do get peter going to either getting a college acceptance or like walking on the college campus or maybe even meeting gwen stacy or mean harry osborne something like that that propels the story going forward what about fantastic four I, I think it's too soon for Fantastic Four. Yeah. I think you're right. I do think and I want us to see Wanda. I think it makes sense to show us Wanda if that's what's coming up in Multiverse of Madness. I think I don't want a Disney Plus necessarily. You know, I, I need I think it needs to be Wanda or it's Doctor Strange floating in the multiverse ether yeah. situation. It, it ties to that movie. I think it ties to Peter's to Tom's future and it ties to Doctor Strange too.
0: Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I, I think I think that's a good point. Um maybe they combine Peter's future with a little venom like Easter egg. I'm not sure. Um any other thoughts here, Peter, before we wrap up episode 132 of the Pineapple Couch with Beer Up? I and mean, Peter. It's
1: this is such this is such a I think this is what's great about this movie is that it's the same, but on a heightened level. The kind of conversation and dialogue we had with WandaVision where throughout the week you're looking, you're seeing things, you're hearing things, you're constantly thinking about random things. I think that's why this movie is gonna just utterly destroy the box office. It's going to, to rec- It's gonna inspire multiple watches because you're gonna miss things multiple times. And I think, like you said, we still have a ways to go till it gets here. But even when it's here it's gonna be like exhausting. And I just know that the the if we were able to pull off certain things for the podcast for this one, it's gonna be it's gonna be wild.
0: Yeah. It's gonna be um it's gonna be a real treat. It's gonna be awesome to see Spider Man on screen. Awesome to get back, uh I mean I've been to the movies, but get get back to the movies where it feels really real. I don't know. Um, Eternals and Shang Chi didn't quite have the audience reactions like there were in avengers endgame and that's not really that's not a diss at all to eternalism check g because endgame is kind of like a an outlier but i do think that the spider-man one's gonna bring us stuff just like that peter and i can't 100
1: wait and can't. i think it would be it'll be so mm-hmm. rad if we're able to see it together too i think that is just because we've yeah. never done that we've never yeah, well, we'll, which uh, is odd but like
0: we should coordinate that and then we can just right after we see it, go do like a, a live pod or something and uh, get that out there.
1: Stay That's a uh,
0: yeah. December. We're a month away. I mean, shit, I might see that movie four or five times. So We'll definitely be talking about it in the meantime here on the pod. But uh, Hawkeye is coming up and Peter and I are going to be talking about that. We're also That's going true. to be getting us ready for uh, the Boba Fett. Show on Christmas So Peter and I are going to have to do some Star Wars work Where we get out our Star Wars opinions with you all um, Because I'm sure we both have plenty And um, Yeah, later this week Stay tuned to the Pineapple Couch uh, The wares are 12-2 and two, So maybe talking some NBA with Alex Kanner. uh Football this weekend Chargers are going to probably fucking lose again But that's just where I'm at right now um, Peter, thank you so much for joining
1: Always a pleasure to be here
0: Always a pleasure to have you. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Episode 132. God bless.